Awesome. Before I begin, I just want to pray again. There's nothing wrong with praying more. Um, but I just, I just really believe that the creator of the universe has a, has a message for you tonight. And it's not really me. It's the Lord. That's, that's all that I ask of him is that for him to use me, the tiny little me, um, for all of my weaknesses that he will be glorified. So let's pray. Um, Father, we just thank you so much, God, for who you are. Thank you that you're real. Thank you, Lord, that you speak to us so tenderly, God, in a way, Lord, that brings us closer to you, Lord. My desire tonight, Jesus, is that you would just use me, God, to to be your vessel, Lord. I pray for these amazing women and men who loves you, Father. I pray that they will they will just be so soaked in the depths of your love, Jesus, that they will be so ignited, Father, to just be a fire, Lord, a fire of passion for you, Lord, in their schools, in their household, wherever you want to send them, Jesus. And Thank you for this privilege. I pray that only your words will be spoken, Papa. I pray that the things that are not of you, that will be just cast out in the side, Jesus. And I just thank you, Lord, for this privilege. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> so much energy in this house. Well, I am ready. <laughs> so, but I just, it's like so cool, like how... The Lord really just encourages us in, in times that we need it the most, like today. Well, like when I was preparing for this, um, it was just, I saw this video. Have you guys seen the pizza box illustration? Have you seen that? No? Have you eaten pizza before? Cool. That's good. So <laughs> at least you know what pizza is. But <clears throat> anyway, so the, there's, this, um, there's this preaching that I saw on Facebook, um, that it really just encouraged me so much because, like, they were talking about how, you know, when, when you order pizza, pretend you order pizza, and the delivery person comes to your door, and they had the pizza, but they had it on their hand. Do you think you're going to eat it? Unless you're desperate and hungry, you're probably going to just mop that pizza, right? But um, but you'd probably be like, like, that's weird. Like, where did your hands go or something? Like, that's kind of, like, gross, right? But so that's where the pizza box was invented. Did you guys know that? That's how the pizza box got... <laughs> I'm making that part up. But so the, the pizza box... So the pizza box doesn't give value to the pizza, right? Right? The pizza box is probably, if you buy it, you probably can buy like a bulk for five bucks. I don't know. Probably a hundred pieces per bulk. I don't know. But it's really cheap. It's not expensive. It's not made of gold. It doesn't really have a lot of value. But because the pizza gets put in the pizza box, you'd want to have the delivery man to have the pizza box with the pizza, right? So <laughs> you need a pizza box, not because it's an expensive box, but because the pizza is in it. So it, the Lord was just like encouraging me about that because I was like going through all these things. I feel like I was being attacked this whole week and I was just like, why am I even sharing this message? But of course, like, like the enemy just lies to you. But then God just reminded me like, even though you're a pizza box, I am a pizza box <laughs> with a dress. <laughs> so uh, even though I'm a pizza box, and in the world's eyes, 
probably they, would, they wouldn't say I have a lot of value in the world's perspective. But because I have the pizza in me, not that I ate pizza today, but because, <laughs> but because Jesus lives in me. That's what the word says, right? Like Because the Holy Spirit lives in me, I have value, right? It's the same thing for you if you came to be a, a believer that you're purposeful. You have purpose, you have value, not because you're pizza box, but because the pizza is in you. If that's, yeah. All right. So, well, like, that was like the encouragement I got. That was not the message. That was just like a introduction. Yep. <laughs> but I'm here really not to teach you. I'm not a teacher in, of the word of God. I'm, I'm here to encourage you and I'm here to just deliver a message that God showed me this week. So I'm really just a messenger. So I pray that you would just be ready to hear this. And um, I just want all of you to close your eyes. This is, requires a lot of interaction. I'm an elementary teacher, so you guys have to close your eyes. I see you. I'm waiting. So waiting. Close your eyes. Come on. <clears throat> all right. So... In this vision, I want you to picture the vision that I got from the Lord. So there's this river, but it wasn't really flowing. So in this river, it's like it had like a like a lot of a lot of trash in it. So it's become like kind of like a dam, not, not the curse word, but <clears throat> a dam, D-A-M. So it's stuck, yeah? So it's become more of a pond, more than a river. It had, like, trash in it. And God just showed me this vision of where this pond that we used to, me and my friends used to play in when we were in high school. And we found it. It was really dirty. So we started just cleaning it out. So we, like, started, like, picking up the trash out of the, the rocks and the pond. And it started just flowing. And the water just turned, like, really clear. And it was more appealing and enjoyable and we just had so much fun just like cruising by the river the river became really like a river so now you can open your eyes so that was the vision that i got from the lord i was like okay like that was a good memory i thought it was just like the lord just bringing me back to a memory but then slowly like the lord just started showing me that it is a message not just for me but it's a message for all of us and so he was showing that Sometimes it feels like Christianity or Christians. Well, I used to think when I was your age, I used to be young. But <laughs> I used to be a teenager too and I had a past. Anyways, when I was, um, you guys this age, when I was a high schooler, I used to think that Christianity is so boring. I, like, I, I became a Christian, a Christian, because I grew up in the church, you know, like, I grew up, like, going to church, attending the service, like, my dad would force me to, like, oh, you have to volunteer to do offering and all this stuff, and I was just, like, doing it because it just became, like, a habit. Can you relate? Or am I the only one? Have you tried just, like, becoming a Christian just because, ah, you know, it's a cool religion, it's like, oh, my parents are Christians, I'm a Christian. Do you guys know people like that? Probably. We're not going to name names. That's okay. So, but, you know, not nah, just kidding. <laughs> so, like, I've become, like, I've seen this Christianity as, like, it's so boring. Like, I'm not going to get, I told God once, which I regretted a lot. Like, I told God once before that, that I'm not going to go all out for you, Jesus. I said this before. Can you imagine that? Like, 
I told them, like, I'm not going to go all out. I'm not going to go for it because if I go all out, I'm going to be that boring Christian. I don't want to be boring. I want to be cool. Okay. I was once going that. Just kidding. But <laughs> anyway, I had that mindset and perspective, which is such a lie. So I became that, like, pawn that I showed you in the vision, if you guys pictured it. Did you guys picture it? So it became this, like, it's sometimes, like, for people, they think Christianity is this, like, pond instead of a river, which God was, God told me, like, who here went to an Easter service or something similar? So we just celebrated Easter because, why? Keppa, go for it. Oh, awesome. Exactly why <laughs> we celebrated Easter. I love it. So, um, yeah, we just celebrated Easter and we, we celebrated that Jesus came back from the dead. But sometimes, like, does it really feel like that? Like, the question that God was asking me is, like, sometimes, like, do we really live like Jesus really was crucified on the cross? That this is not just a story, by the way. When I was your age, I thought this whole thing was just a story. I thought, like, oh, I grew up in church. Oh, I, the gospel. Yeah, like, that's my religion. Other people have their religion. I didn't really know that there's a real Jesus who grew up in Nazareth, who is a Nazarene, because he grew up in Nazareth. I'm Filipino because I grew up in the Philippines. Okay, I get easily distracted, but that's not the point. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but see, like, I'm just so grateful that Jesus uses me despite my flaws. Because it's not really me. It's the Lord. So I just, um, yeah, so this whole thing, like, the gospel is true. The gospel is real. And if we really believe the gospel of Christ, that we're not going to be a pawn that has cow poop in it. Or something. <laughs> or something like we just went to Bamboo Forest. And I was just imagining. I was like, probably there's like, okay, I'm not going to go there. But it's not stuck. We're not stuck. The Lord said in his word. <laughs> the Lord, this is serious, guys. <laughs> the Lord said in his word. Nope. Really, there are cows that. I'm just, okay. <laughs> so... <clears throat> If it's not flowing, if it's not, if the water is not flowing, what's going to happen? It's going to be a pond. It's going to be probably gross. It's going to be, there's going to be due to water. There's going to be mosquitoes probably. You're going to get, what, malaria or dengue or something. So it's not how Jesus said in his word that out of us as Christians, we're supposed to have rivers of living water. Rivers of living. Can you say that? Rivers of living water. Come on, I need some energy. Rivers of living water. Wow, thank you for your participation. Okay, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. <laughs> There's like rivers of living water. What does it mean? What does it mean, Alexis? <laughs> rivers of living water. Who is the living water anyway? I, I love the translations I'm getting. Like, I, I, it's it's Jesus. Oh, I have Jesus, Yesu, 
Jesus. Jesus is the living water that comes out of us. And we're, like God created us to be rivers of living water. And I feel like the Lord was just saying, like, I died for you so you can live. Do you hear that? That's the word that God has for you. I, that he died for all of our sins. Like he didn't just die like, oh yeah, I'm going to the cross. Like come. Like, well, he said to pick up your cross and carry him. Like, I just want to make that correction. But like he, my point is he didn't just die on the cross like he got flicked or something. He died a painful death and he didn't even have to. I'm just pre- like the, this is the raw gospel of Christ that you probably have heard many of times, and like Jesus died on the cross for us, so that we can just be like Christians who come on Monday nights. This is not a scolding at all. This is purely out of love. God challenging you that you that you have so much more because you are a child of the King of Kings. And, like, the enemy will make you feel like, oh, I don't know. Oh, you messed up again. Oh, you said that cuss word. I'm not saying that the Lord delights in sin. No, he does, he does not at all. But what I'm saying is that our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags before God. And the only way that you can be a child of God is really through what Jesus putting your faith on Jesus. It's not rocket science, but sometimes it feels like that, right? Right? Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, like because there's just so much lies. We're not in like I just wanna what the Lord was just saying, like, this is the time for you to rise up. Have you seen the news lately? It's pretty messed up. I know we live on an island. It's pretty prime. You go to the beach and you forget all your worries and it just like get washed away by the waves in Big Beach or something. Yeah? And it's just like so chill and everything is just beautiful. Palm trees, like a dream. I feel like sometimes like it feels so like just island life and it's amazing. But man, you guys... This generation that you're in has <laughs> never been like this. Like, this is a different generation. Like, this is the time when you, like, start reading your Bible and you see most of the prophecies about Jesus, like, bef- that, the prophecies that needed to be fulfilled before Jesus can come back, already fulfilled, either fulfilled or being fulfilled currently. Jesus is coming back soon. And I know that you know it deep within your soul. Jesus is coming back soon. And I know sometimes you feel like you're trapped in high school. Oh my gosh, high school, homework, uh, oh that cute boy or cute girl, whatever. Like sometimes it feels like you're just in this little hole at Kekaulike or Kamehameha, wherever you go. Or somewhere. Daristad, um, wherever. And it feels like, oh, this is my life. What's next? Oh, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to college and all these things, and probably gonna get married when I'm 39. Have, <laughs> have, oh, 
have 10 kids. I don't know. Like, who knows? Who knows, Kepa? What the Lord, no, just kidding. <laughs> that is not from the Lord. But friends, family and friends, countrymen. <laughs> this is serious. I know I, I know I can be a dork, but that's okay. I love being a dork. Adorable. Nah, just kidding. Hey, doesn't matter. What matters is that Jesus lives in me, and I know that full and well, and nothing can shake that. Like, I'm speaking here not because I'm perfect, but because God called me too, and I'm being obedient. And that's all you really need is to be obedient to God. If you feel that you messed up, we're messed up today. Come on, loud and proud. Oh, some people are too good. Okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> if you messed up today, the Bible says, for the righteous man falls seven times, but what does he do? What does he do? He gets back up again. And that's what you're going to do tonight. That's why I'm here for. It's like to just deliver this message. That whatever happened in your past, Whatever you're thinking right now, how many, like how much you rate on a scale of one to a hundred, whatever that is, it doesn't matter because Jesus is not just a hundred. He's like billion, zillion times one, I don't know, exponent to the whatever. (laughs) No, I didn't say, I would say exponent, something scientific. Yes. (laughs) So... And that's like all of these things, like you just need to put your faith in Jesus because he already did everything for you. That's why I'm a Christian. Because man, if, you, if my life is a reality TV show, I don't know. <laughs> it's just not going to be, I don't know, it would probably be hilarious. But it's not, it's probably hilarious because all of this stuff that I messed up on. But the Lord's grace... But the Lord, so like more and more, he's refining me. Like not perfect, but he is working in my heart. And all you got to do is yield to him, man, women, friends. <laughs> yes. Like all you got to do right now is yield to the Father because he did all the work for you. You don't have to do a check before. I thought I have to have like, oh, check, went to church, check. Oh, I did my offering, check. Oh, like all these good stuff. Oh, I picked up the trash. Check. Oh, so good, Summer. You're awesome. But then I'm a day that is just super bad. I woke up in the wrong side of bed. Man, I feel just like, what? Why am I here for? Like, but the good news is that Jesus died on the cross, and He didn't stay there. Jesus didn't stay there. He was buried. He died, but He rose again, and He's still alive today. And if you say you're a Christian, guess what? If you believe in Jesus, you put your faith in him, and you're washed by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus lives inside of you. That's mind-blowing. To think, to live every day, waking up and saying, Jesus lives inside of me? That's pretty nuts. You carry the very presence of God that back in the days, they can't even go to the Holy of Holies. They have to kill so many animals. And not just animals. They have to be pure and blameless, right? <clears throat> but Jesus, because of what Jesus 
did on the cross that his very presence lives inside of us. So I urge you, brothers and sisters, to rise up. This is the time we need to take back what the enemy has been taken from us. We need to rise up. You can't just be like coming here. I'm not saying to start striving, like start working for these things. No, pursue Jesus. Repent joyfully. Have you ever heard that? Repentance is such a like a, oh, I gotta repent. Oh my gosh, where's my whip? I gotta whip my back. I gotta repent. Not saying be unsincere, not sincere about it, whatever English word that is. Be not sincere about repentance, but man, be joyful that you can repent and you can be forgiven. You can be forgiven because of what, not what you do, but because of what Jesus did on the cross. Friends, don't be just high school and then go to college and then marry, get married. And not, those things are good stuff. That doesn't mean that they're God's stuff. Mic drop. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's like, sailor. See, pizza box. Okay. Ah, Lauren. Anyway. Okay. What was I saying? Sorry, help me remember. Anyway, so I urge you, friends, this is the time. For you to rise up. If you feel that there's something blocking, if there's like if you feel like a pond that those things are stuck, Jesus already took those things away. They, he already cleaned the mess for you. You just need to yield to God, to joyfully repent. Ask Jesus, forgive me, Lord. Jesus is not like a human being that's like, well, I know some people <laughs> that um when you like ask for forgiveness, it's harder, but because they're people, right? They're like, probably like silent talk you or something, something human. Silent talk. What do you call it? Silent <laughs> treatment. Not a silent talk. It's a mime. No, I'm just silent treatment. <laughs> silent talk. I just invented a new phrase. No, it's not silent talk. <laughs> It's not silent, silent treatment. But Jesus, the different thing about God is you ask for forgiveness. Does he forgive you right away? Or does he say, mm, talk to you later, TTYL? No, he doesn't. He doesn't TTYL you. <laughs> he forgives you right away. Boom. That's <laughs> what so he does. Because he already did all the work for you on the cross. You just need to really claim your place in the kingdom of God. You are sons and daughters of the King of Kings. I'm talking to an army tonight. I'm not going to let this to be another, like, I was praying and I was just like, Lord, there's so much mess in this world. We need you guys. We need this generation to rise up. Be who God called you to be. I urge you. I beg you. Please. There's so much greatness in you, not because of you, but because of God that is living inside of you. This world is so broken. So much stuff. And I witness that every day in my own household. Of sickness. Of whatever stuff. Addictions. There's just so much hatred in this world. You can ignore it as much as you want. That doesn't mean they don't exist. They exist, my friends. And the answer is in you. 
You carry the answer for this broken and dying world. You carry it. It's inside of you. Please, let go of those things. Let go of the fear of man. Right? Isn't that the biggest thing sometimes? It's the fear of rejection. It's what? Shame. Guilt. Feeling condemned. Feeling not good enough. Resentment. Unforgiveness. Bitterness. There's just so much stuff. So much stuff. But guess what? Nothing is bigger than God. Nothing is too difficult for God. He's God. He created the waterfalls, the moon, and the stars, and the sky. And I can rap right now, but I'm not going to go there. But He is. He is the creator of everything, that, every living thing, the natural thing. The chair, man made that. Just Jesus made the man. So, in essence, I'm not going to go there. But I'm saying is that there's no pit too deep that God's love is not deeper still. God is amazing and he loves you so much. And I just ask of you, Christianity is not boring. If you think Christianity is boring, it's not man, woman, <laughs> in a good tone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go there. But I urge you, friends, friends, this world needs us. Not because of who we are as humans, but because of who we are in Christ. This island needs us, please. You see your friends? Just imagine your friends. I know you know it. You go to school and you see how broken this world is. Every single day. Don't just be, like, don't just let it be a normal tomorrow when you go back to school. I'm not saying you have to be perfect. You have to, like, walk to school with, like, wings or, like, a halo. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> no. I'm saying, step into Jesus. It's a process. You're not going to be perfect right away. But it's the truth. And the truth will always set you free. Always. So, friends, I just ask you to fight the good fight of faith. You're a warrior. Don't just let the enemy kick your face. Or punch you in the back. It's messed up. <laughs> like, tap into Jesus because he has overcome. That's why we celebrate Easter. Press in. So I'm going to... Ask you to respond. You want to respond to this? This is not just a pep talk. This is a heavenly message for you. It's funny sometimes. But the truth is the truth. Whether it's funny or not. I'm just saying. Right? I urge you friends. Don't. Life is so short. Life is so short. You don't even know if you're going to survive tonight. I'm not scaring you. But just saying, I mean, it's the truth. I could die right now. Every breath is a gift from God. If you're gone tomorrow, you're gone tomorrow. 
Don't just live for this world. Live it for God. You're the light and the salt of the world, the earth, the world. My accent just slipped. But, but you're the light and the salt. What does the light do? Shines bright. And what, what's the purpose of the light? So you can see and what? So you don't trip. Or you don't fall into the manhole. <laughs> just saying. Like the light. You are a light. So you don't fall into the ma- manhole. So you don't trip. So your friends don't trip. <laughs> and you're a salt. What does a salt do? To taste. Seasoning. Makes, it, makes life taste better. And what? Not bitter. Better. Put it. Nail that there. <laughs> and what else? What does what else does the salt do? It preserves so you don't rot. So your friends don't rot. In hell, maybe. Hopefully not. So hopefully not. You gotta fight for them. You gotta fight for your friends. You gotta fight for your family. And you not fight. By striving. Let me make that clear. I'm not calling you to like, oh, so I'm going to pray like 10 prayers tonight just to make sure. Or like I'm going to go to church every day. Like that's not it. But press into God. He's willing to talk to you. Tonight is the beginning. Like I'm not saying that you haven't been hearing him. Like you have been. I saw that the Lord just put it one slab in the foundation. This is the vision that he showed me. It's like one slab right there. Boom. And this is the next one. So I ask you, not for me or for your leaders, I ask you for Jesus. Please, tonight, make a choice, my friends. What, what are the things, think about those things that you need to like, let go. Think, so, think of those people that you just need to forgive. Forgiveness is a very powerful thing. Bible says if you don't forgive, God's not going to forgive you. It's pretty heavy. But you can forgive because Jesus has forgiven you. So I ask you, let go of those things. I know it's a process. I'm not saying like, oh, overnight. No. Like, but take a first step. Just tiny step. Tiny brick from that wall. Tiny, tiny brick. All God is asking of you is your willingness and your obedience and your response. So we're going to break up into small groups. And I just ask you to search your hearts. I'm going to pray for you and then we're going to break up in small. Just ask you, search your hearts, friends. This world is so broken. This world needs the light and the salt the sons and daughters of the living God. That's you guys. Whether you feel it or not, in the very depths of your bones and your being, that's who you are. That's who you are. Don't let the enemy tell you any less. Squash the enemy in the face. Stomp on him because Jesus is alive and he's greater. He is greater. He's God. He's going to come back. He's going to judge. He's not going to come back as a lamb that was saying. He's going to come back as a roaring lion ready to consume. 
until God said, if you, God is for us, who can be against us? So, I pray. <clears throat> Bow your hearts to me, please. Jesus, I just thank you so much for your grace and your mercy and your goodness, Father. Holy Spirit, we invite you here, God. I pray that these women and men, Lord, will really encounter you tonight. I know, I know, Lord, that their hearts are longing to hear your voice. Just one word, just one encouragement to just hear you, to feel so close to your heart, God. I know that they want that, Jesus. So I pray, Lord, tonight that they will just decrease and that you will increase, God. Because I know that you're going to take back what the enemy has been stolen, has stolen, Lord. And I thank you. I thank you, God, that you're going to move tonight. You're already moving, Lord. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for being the one that enables us to break loose Set free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So I thank you that you're going to set people free tonight, Lord. Thank you so much, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.